Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, as we continue in our current podcast series, Birth Pains and the Coming New World Order, I want to take a moment to address why we as God's legitimate born-again children need to be paying strict attention to the end-time precursors that are sounding the alarm of be ready and now more than ever. We might start with some Salvation 101 reminders. The unadulterated Word of God declares to us that His kingdom is not of this world, for it is a kingdom not made with hands but is a heavenly realm that is in complete opposition to the world and its fleeting vanities. It is eternal and will not be shaken or removed. The world, on the other hand, is temporary and is quickly passing away as it rushes toward that end like a freight train that has lost its brakes. It is confirmed by the words of Jesus himself that to enter his majestic kingdom, one must be born again from above. And once that life-restoring miracle ignites within the spirit of a now redeemed and regenerated man or woman by way of genuine repentance of their sins and complete trust in the shed blood of Jesus that paid sin's penalty on their behalf, they become a new creation and a citizen of God's eternal kingdom of love, light, and life. From that point on, this world no longer has any place in a child of God, and we become marked as aliens, who though we still walk in the world, we are not of the world. We are now operating with a holy mandate as salt and light to this dark and dying entity, with hopes of ransoming as many as have ears to hear and hearts to receive from sin's grip of death by way of the implanted word of salvation's truth that will lead them into the glorious promise of eternal life with the Father in heaven. But sadly, we have reached the era of the Laodicean church, which has forsaken the sacred calling in exchange for the ways of the world, even yoking itself with its futile mindsets and vain endeavors. In this sorrowful and lukewarm condition, it no longer presents itself as salt and light with sin combating conviction as its motivation but as just another company of people who hold certain superficial Christian values and yet are completely devoid of the power of truth that will set the captive free. And therefore, it is no surprise that when end-time prophecy is addressed or anything that gives lean to the one-world new order is spoken of, the ones who embrace the word of God and his full counsel held therein are looked at as foolish while those who have embraced the world and its prideful and boasting mindsets see themselves as the intelligent and sensible ones. Second Peter addresses this company of doubters. In chapter 3 and verses 1 to 7, the apostle pens these Holy Spirit-inspired words. This is now, beloved, the second letter I am writing to you, in which I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder 
that you should remember the words spoken beforehand by the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior spoken by your apostles. Know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all continues just as it was from the beginning of creation. For when they maintain this, it escapes their notice that by the word of God, the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and by water, through which the world at that time was destroyed, being flooded with water. But the present heavens and earth by his word are being reserved for fire, kept for the day of judgment and the destruction of ungodly men. The Greek word for mockers in that passage is zepakites and means a scoffer with implication of a false teacher. Beloved, the word of God is not a buffet table where man is invited to pick and choose what he desires to digest. If a person has accepted God's word regarding salvation security in Jesus Christ the Lord, they must also accept his full counsel of unadulterated truth. This world as we know it is coming to an end and at its very climax, scripture informs us that a man of lawlessness, also known as the Antichrist, will take the helm under the demonic anointing of Lucifer, and he will usher the world through his false prophet into worshiping the God of this world. But his supposed victory will be short-lived, for as it has already been set in motion and written in heaven, Jesus Christ will come back to earth with his saints riding behind him on white horses, and he will cast the Antichrist and the false prophet into the lake of fire. The devil will then be cast into a pit where he will be bound for a thousand years while Jesus reigns on the throne of David. In a future podcast, we will delve more deeply into the millennial reign of Jesus. But for now, on the foundation of those holy reminders, and the reality that we are in the last days, with the prophetic word of God truly unfolding before us with stunning urgency. Please allow me to share a commentary written for Prophecy News Watch entitled, ID 2020 and Agenda 2030, Pathway to a Global Government and New World Order, where they write. In the world of TV and feature film production, there is a tradition followed by the main crew once principal photography and shooting all the scenes is done. After the last shot of the final episode where the final movie sequence is done, time is taken to honor the crew, the project and the friendships formed. The director will typically bring everyone together and individually acknowledge each person by name. Finally, after each person's contribution is acknowledged, the director will state the name of the project and say, that's a wrap. It is an extremely emotional moment for all involved in the production. At this point, there is still much to be done before the show airs or the movie is released. All of the editing and post-production still needs to be done, but the key content is shot and in the can. Every one of the critical must-have milestones has been reached. I sense that is where we are on the prophetic schedule of things the health, economic, and globalist effects of COVID-19 have moved us into a new and perhaps final era 
of the birth pain period Jesus talked about in Matthew 24. In that chapter, Jesus responds to his disciples' questions about the timing of Jerusalem and the temple being destroyed, while also addressing the end of the church age and his final return. After describing the chronology of the temple destruction of AD 70 and the bulk of the church history, of which Jesus said the end is still to come, he shifts gears to a time period known as the birth pains. I and many other prophecy teachers believe we are nearing the end of this birth pain period before the world is delivered into tribulation. In between the birth pain period and the tribulation period will be the rapture of the church. Everything related to COVID-19 has me thinking, that's a wrap. I'm not saying that the rapture will definitely happen tomorrow, but I am saying that all the principal photography has been shot. In other words, all of the conditions for the tribulation to start are in place right now. Whether those conditions are geopolitical, cultural, spiritual, technological, or biblically prophetic, everything is in the can. We are now using a video production term in post-production. It's only a matter of time before the end of the church age. The number of examples I could give, specifically as a result of COVID-19, are overwhelming, including the draconian power grabs, attempts to silence the church, anti-Semitic actions from some state governments, prophetic geopolitical developments, false and contradictory information on the news, and much more. So I'll stick to just three specific developments with strange numbers. Once you see how these are connected, it should get your attention. Let me request from the outset, don't take my word for these. Vet them for yourself. They are 100% true and legitimate, but I don't want you to take my word for it without looking into them yourself, and especially lining them up with a prophetic word of God. Agenda 2030. This UN manifesto was ratified and adopted on September 25, 2015. It calls for and has been forcibly moving toward radical plans that will affect everything as we now know it on Earth by the year 2030. On the surface, it sounds very well-meaning, but if you read between the lines and if you understand fallen human nature and the godless foundations of the UN, you will see that it is the culmination of a decades-long push toward a global government and a new world order. And this is where we'll have to pause for today, beloved. In our next podcast, we will venture into the official websites of these globalist agents to investigate what is really held behind their superficial platitudes as we line all these things up with the prophetic word of God's truth. In the meantime, please keep your main focus on Jesus and our holy mandate as his legitimate church to proclaim the good news of salvation's promise through the blood of our awesome Savior and glorious King. And until next time, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006. 
or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.